Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. While perusing Facebook for new music emerging during these days of shelter at home, I stumbled onto a new-to-me treasure, Tom Pirazzoli, performing a completely new song for his online listeners called This Is What Love Is Like. It worked for me, and I fell in love with Tom's music right away, the dance his voice does with the words, the dance of his fingers on the guitar strings, and the dance of his heart, so clearly evident in his lyrics. Tom's made droves of recording over the past 40 years, carried his guitar across the world, but is settled during COVID-19 at his home in New Hampshire, about 90 miles out of Boston. Heads up on one thing, there will be a handful of bonus excerpts available via northernspiritradio.org. Check there for wonderful parts of the interview with Tom that we couldn't fit in the broadcast. Tom Pirazzoli joins us from home via Zoom. Tom, I'm really happy to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. Wonderful to be here. What's your life like now? Is it pretty laid back or I'm more time painting than usual? How does this work for you? Well, as you know, we're having this pandemic thing going on and it does keep one at home all the time. I generally do most of the morning. I'll paint, have some lunch, paint a little more and Two o'clock in the afternoon, I'll pull up my guitar, work on writing some songs, work on perfecting some songs. How long have you been making songs, both playing them and writing them? About 50 years. How big of a munchkin were you when you started? Well, actually, longer than 50 years, I guess, but I wasn't writing songs when I first played guitar in the fourth grade. And I played guitar then for about maybe a year and a half. At some juncture, I stopped playing the guitar, and I got my father, my father's drum set. My father was a professional drummer. I began playing guitar in about 1954, but I really started playing music in coffee houses and whatnot in about 1969. And you said your dad was a drummer. Was he also a singer? Was music around the house? I mean, drums usually aren't unaccompanied a lot. Well, he played in a lot of three and four piece groups and, you know, he was playing when he was actually 15. He, he had saved enough money by the time he was 15 years old to buy a car and he didn't have a driver's license yet. So his sister would drive him in his car to the gig. This is a true story. <laughs> that would be 1939. And I think I asked him the other day on the phone. He, he's 95 now. I asked him the other day on the phone. I said, remember that first, what was that first car you bought that? Oh, 1932 Plymouth, right off the bat. I knew exactly what the car was. And where was he growing up? Where did this happen? This was in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And I think you're in New Hampshire somewhere? I live near Sunapee, New Hampshire. There's a Mount Sunapee ski area and a Lake Sunapee, which I do not live in Sunapee. I live in Goshen, the land of Goshen for your biblical people. 
was your dad part of the inspiration for you to do music or did you get some from your mom? Was it school teachers? What got you on it? My mother played piano. So I would say that she was probably more influential. Her brother, my uncle Dick played banjo and they would play piano and banjo and we'd sit around and sing popular songs from their era and whatnot. You know, won't you come home, Bill Bailey or whatever, you know, or my buddy, my buddy, all these songs that were quite old, actually, some of them. So I guess maybe that's kind of got me started. What was your first performance? The first one I remember was probably in Trumbull, Connecticut was in a coffee house, a very small coffee house. I believe I was foolish enough to imitate Bob Dylan because I was playing some of his songs and wear sunglasses on stage. Well, why don't you get us started on your song of the soul? I don't know how far back we're going to go to capture some of the true Tom Pirazzoli music. Where do you start? Well, if we begin with The Last Prophet, it's an interesting piece because I actually wrote this the first verse of it and most of the music on the piano in 1977. And I wrote the rest of it when Willie Porter said he really liked it and decided it should be on this record. Willie Porter produced this record, which is called Reckoned by the Light. From your point of view, or maybe from Willie's point of view, why was this one essentially? I mean, did you just have extra low notes that you had to use? I mean, I... (laughs) I had actually never done a spoken word song before. This song had a melody. Willie suggested that we do it that way. It is all on him. Willie Porter is a genius guitar player, and he's a genius producer as well. I I can't thank him enough for producing this record for me. Everybody's going to love the song as we listen to Tom Pirazzoli's first song for his Song of the Soul, The Last Prophet.
We've got Tom Pirazzoli here today for Song of the Soul. His website is pirazzoli.com, P-I-R-O-Z-Z-O-L-I.com. If you can't remember how many R's, Z's, or L's there are, come by at nordenspiritradio.org, and we'll link you to him. That song, The Last Prophet, is from his 2020 release, Reckon by the Light. And I'm amazed to hear that that is your first spoken word piece, Tom. And do you have to work hard to get your voice that low? Could you do it during this conversation? No, I, I actually, when I normally speak, I don't speak that low. But, but if I speak quietly, then my voice goes way down. If I speak quietly, my voice goes way down. I don't. I remember I was listening to Terry Gross once, and she was talking about a man going into his bluff voice, B L U F F, and and that's when men talk like this, you know. And I, I, do I like the sound of my own recorded voice when I'm speaking? Not all that much, but that doesn't mean I'm going to artificially change it. If I were an actor, perhaps I would, but I'm not an actor. So you said in introducing the last prophet. You said, you know, people, God, higher, whatever. What, what do you refer to that thing as, that thing that other people could use a lot of different words? What's your preferred appellation? All of the above. I, in part, I ask because uh, the title track for that album, Reckoned by the Light, you know, it's about sailors reckoning by the light, but I also assume it's metaphorical. As a Quaker, I tend to use the light as my preferred metaphor for the divine, for God, for the spirit. Yeah, that's great. But what about you? Do you have a go-to? Not particularly, you know, it, it's... It, I've read, been reading the Sufis since I was 20 years old and, and, you know, Rumi and Sufi type stuff. And a lot of the allegorical influences, especially in that particular song, The Reckon by the Light, come from that. The Last Prophet says, look to the West for the rising sun, which is in Revelations, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a long time since I read Revelations. But, you know, there are different things show up in different places, you know. So it really is a hodgepodge. How did you grow up religiously and what happened to that along the way? Obviously, the Sufis caught your attention along the way. Yes, I do like the Sufis and Rumi who says there are many religions, there is one God. I grew up as a Catholic, and but I also had Jesuit teachers when I was in high school. And the Jesuits are very, very literate, very intelligent, very well-educated, and the most liberal of the Catholic teachers out there. Yeah, I realized that. And back when I was in Milwaukee, we had a member of our folk dance group who was himself a Jesuit priest. And he used to tell us all the jokes that the Jesuits told about the Pope and so on, which I can't repeat on air. Well, the Pope now is a Jesuit, so, you know, he's probably telling them to the bishops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is back when we had a Polish Pope, and it was, um, anyway, it was interesting to hear what the Jesuits were passing around. Yeah, well, as long as they're having fun, that's the best part. So where did you go from being a Catholic, and does this have any at all intersection with your music? I think that the universe is affecting us all constantly in ways that we can't even plausibly conceive. The spiritual world and the physical world are conjoined, and we're just, especially in music. Another person who studied the Sufis and may have been a Sufi, I don't know enough about Gurdjieff to say, but I've read a lot of Gurdjieff, and Gurdjieff was kind of like this kind of teacher back in the turn of the 20th century. And he explains in this one of his books how the universe can be explained through chemistry, music, 
colors, and he goes through a variety of other things. The seven note scale, the seven, you know, the mystical seven, there's seven notes, then you hit the octave, you know, then there's the chromatic scale. There are places where there's no B sharp, for example, and there's no E sharp, at least in Western music. And those are places in this this whole concept that he begins to explain where which it's it's so complicated that we could be here for hours talking about this and i was reading this when i was 20 and i stopped reading it when i was about in my 30s so it's kind of foggy now that i'm closing it on 70 but he was saying that it's all universally applicable so why don't you bring some more light into the room via one of your songs what's next since we're talking about that why don't we try out words that tie which is a song that was actually a poem which when I, I write poems and if I put them into music, I frequently change them into a lyric, more lyrical form. So it sings well. It's a song about speaking from our hearts rather than from our anger, from our minds. And do you find that as a problem, a, a contention, an issue for you, that your words come out with a brutality? I, I get the idea of you as a very warm hearted person. Thank you very much. I'll take that as a compliment. And and I am a warm hearted person. I always feel that if I can speak kindly and create kindness in this world, that's my purpose. That's what the song to me is about, is about, you know, you can say something nice if, if you just take a minute to think about it. But is it something that you have an issue with staying with that? Because, I mean, you've got some Italian in you and you're, that means you're supposed to be pretty hot blooded and have a quick mouth, I think. Yeah, that's maybe when I was 17, 18 years old, I thought so. But you have to push me pretty hard to rile me up. You have to push me very, very, very hard to rile me up. But reality is you don't want to rile me up because then it's not a pretty sight. But it's true with anybody. We're animals. You know, we are human animals. And, and when we're threatened, then something has to give. I guess the point of the song is not to threaten anyone. Speak from your heart. And I don't know why I wrote it. I wrote it a few years ago. And I, I don't actually remember the reason why I wrote it. But it was what I was thinking about at the time that I needed to, if I could tie my tongue to my heart at all times, then I would be a better person and the people around me would appreciate it. I think that's true. And so let's listen to Tom Pirazzoli's song, Words That Tie, also from his 2020 release, Reckoned by the Light. And we've got Willie Porter on baritone guitar here. Words That Tie. I've got to tie my tongue to my heart With words that tie, not tear apart Ever born, born again. When hope is born and freely spent, we show love to one another. When we show love 
talk of God, of hate, of love, things I know so little love. But I will tell you, my friends, I believe in better times ahead when we leave. Thinking first, I fear I may have done some hurt. Need to tie my tongue to my heart. Words that not take. That tie is the song. My guest is Tom Pirazzoli, website pirazzoli.com. If you have trouble spelling that with the R's, E's, and L's, come by on nordenspiritradio.org. I've got the link right there. That is from Reckoned by the Light, just released. And uh, we had Willie Porter in there on guitar and also Patrick Ross on fiddle. When you perform, are you mostly a solo guy these days? I frequently go out with other people. I did a lot of shows with Patrick for a while. I play with other friends. You know, sometimes I'll bring a Dobro player with me, who's a teacher up at Kimball Union Academy. Sometimes I'll bring, if I'm in Maine, I, I have a good friend who plays bass up there, and he'll play string bass with me. So it's fun to play with other people. And, you know, I like doing that. But a lot of times I just go out solo to, to coffee houses and stuff. Well, let's keep going on with your music. Uh, we can't show many of your paintings over the radio, but we can show some more of your music. So what's next? Well, we, we also spoke about the song, If You Dream, uh, and that's a fairly short but lovely song. And that's another song that I wrote part of it quite a while ago, and I finished it more recently, and it turned into a considerably different song. 
And Willie also actually plays guitar on this. He's he's playing a guitar that Jason Costell made. It's a beautiful, beautiful guitar. Well, the purpose here right now is to listen to some of Tom Pirazzoli's music. So let's go into another one from his latest release as well. It's called If You Dream. If you dream something, you've got to try To bring that dream, that dream to life Open up, up your eyes Run and catch it while there's time Have no regrets for what you've left behind If you love someone Never let her go Each and every day You must let her know Then her voice Will bring you home Let her hopes Grow and grow Listen to her heartbeat As your own Set your course To a compass true Then you will find right for you Dream your dream Dream and try Bring your dream Your dream to life Open up Up your eyes Run and catch it While there's time have no regrets Have no regrets Have no regrets for What you've left behind If You Dream is by Tom Pirazzoli. His website is pirazzoli.com, P-I-R-O-Z-Z-O-L-I.com. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org. And there's a whole lot of good things on nordenspiritradio.org. You can listen to all the programs that we've done with all of our guests for the last 15 years. You can find links to them. So like when you're spelling challenged about Pirazzoli, the easy way is everyone can spell Norden Spirit Radio correctly. And also on the site, you'll find a place to post comments and rate our programs. Please do that. We love hearing from you. We'd like to know you as well as you get to know our guests and ourselves. So 
please do post comment and rate programs when you come by and then consider clicking on that donate button. That's how this full-time work is supported, not by corporations, not by government, but because you, the listener, want to make it continue. And also, and I think this is super important, support your local community radio station. Local media is so invaluable. And right now, more than 90% of our media in the United States is owned just by six corporations. You do not get the diversity of ideas and opinions and perspectives that you deserve, and certainly not those that reflect your local community. So please support your local community radio station. Consider supporting Northern Spirit Radio. And certainly support all of these wonderful musicians like Tom. I'm assuming, Tom, that right now you can't get out and do gigs in the way that you used to. How's that been? Not great. A lot of gigs fell by the wayside as soon as this, uh, this, the shutdown happened and a lot of concert rooms closed, obviously. And it's, it's not easy, you know, it's not like I'm making a zillion dollars to begin with, but you still got to put food on the table and, and, and pay your taxes and pay your town taxes and state taxes and all this stuff. And none of that goes away. You know, and there's a lot of expenses to, to being a human being. And I will only say this, that m- there are people who are suffering a lot more than I am. And when I can, I try to help them. The local food bank, you know, especially it's like I, I feel for these people, you know, they have kids and stuff. And that's that's kind of the, the direction that I try to go in, you know. And, you know, I like Doctors Without Borders and, and the Embassy International, too, but... Well, I feel for the local food banks and the New Hampshire Association for the Blind and stuff. I mean, there's a small that those, they're like the small businesses that are really, really feeling the hit of this thing. And they don't have as much wiggle room as, say, Southwest Airlines, who's probably getting who knows how many millions and skillions of dollars from the federal government which may be warranted as well. Hopefully they're paying it to their workers. We can always hope and uh, maybe pray and maybe even try and influence things so that does happen. You mentioned that people are staying, you know, that people with kids have a particular burden right now. Those hungry mouths don't go away just because the concert halls and so on are shut down. And you mentioned your dad in his 90s, 95, did I hear? 95, yeah. So you've got that live connection with him. Do you have offspring too? And they're not coming by your house for food? I don't have any kids, uh, so that's not a problem. Okay. But are you a good cook? I am a good cook. (laughs) (laughs) I might find you some kids to come eat if you need it, you know, just to show off your cookery. Well, there's there's nothing that walks, crawls, swims, flies, or has eyes in my diet, so you may be a little disappointed. (laughs) Not necessarily, because I'm a vegetarian. Oh, good. We'll get along well then. (laughs) (laughs) I started in 1976, have been doing it since. How long have you been in the anti-eating things with faces? 74. Yeah, you're a few years older than me, so it's just natural. You just came to it. How did you get into it? I just tried it out and liked it. (laughs) Simple. Part of what happened for me, I just did it kind of on a whim. But what I found out was because I was not eating what the mainstream was eating back then and options in Wisconsin back in 1976 were not extreme for a vegetarian, I had to learn how to cook. And my diet became so rich in diverse foods from all over. What happened for you? 
Well, yeah. I mean, you discover things like hummus and, and tahini and tabbouleh and I, I mean, who knows what else? You know, tofu, a, you know, a variety of things that you may have never eaten before, but a, a lot of stuff wasn't available as widely in the 1960s anyways, as it was even in the 70s when a lot of the food co-ops sprouted up and or even late 60s, depending where you live. And, you know, on the coasts, they grew up a lot quicker food co-ops and whatnot. And they tended to have more alternative uh, options to the diet. When were you doing your traveling? A lot of it, traveling happened in between 1976 and 1980. And then in 1987, we went to Tibet and China and back to Nepal, where we had already been. We traveled the length and breadth of India in the 70s. Uh, I traveled in North Africa and a lot of Europe, Turkey, Egypt, oh man, all in South America from Colombia to Bolivia and back. It was like, whew. I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Since we just mentioned Tibet, why don't we go to the song aptly named Tibet, in which all the lyrics were written while I was traveling across the Tibetan plain in the back of a Jeep. And the beginning of the song, if you listen closely, there are women singing the refrain. And I recorded them on a Walkman cassette in Tibet, singing that song. It becomes the, re the refrain of the recording. Out of a field, I could hear their song.
shadow, sand is the dust, white is the snow cap with the earth rising up. Three snow squalls with hand plows, with the sun so strong. On the side of a field, I could hear their song. song from land where this time stands still by tom pirazzoli it's called tibet not surprisingly and actually written right in situ right in place as he traveled across tibet what took you particularly to tibet nepal that area what was it that drew you in that direction well you know when you're young and you're traveling around You've probably traveled in your life as well, whether in the United States or otherwise. It, you know, if you're in campgrounds in the United States, you talk to other people about campgrounds. When you're traveling in Europe, you talk to people about, you know, oh, well, what's it? We're going down to Italy. What's going on down there? But when you're traveling internationally and in Asia, then you talk to people about, you know, oh, what part of India is great? Or, you know, I mean, Nepal, obviously, who wouldn't want to go see the Himalaya Mountains? And Tibet, it's just like, who wouldn't want to go there? It was never open. It was never open to the public. The, Ch- the Chinese did terrible, terrible things there and still do terrible things there, I'm afraid, to the people. And they, they've been repressing their government, repressing the leader of Tibet, who's the Dalai Lama, for since the 1950s. And they're doing it with our money at this point. Don't get me started. In any event, it's it's a fascinating place with a fascinating culture, and it's got a wonderful spiritual culture. The, the Buddhist monks are very, very well educated. We met Buddhist monks years and years earlier in the 70s when we were in Sri Lanka, and wa- I, I remember walking around through the fields with one of them and, and talking to them for hours, and they're very well educated, wonderful, wonderful people. So it's just, I, I would assume that everybody in the world would like to go there, but it's probably not true. Well, I was somewhat tempted. I was, when I went in the Peace Corps, I got offered uh, seven different places I could have gone. 
One of them was Lesotho in the middle of South Africa. It's a separate country rising out of the mountains where their diet's mainly meat. And since I was vegetarian, that didn't call to me. But I almost went to Nepal. That was one of my offers. Instead, I went to Togo in West Africa. But there were a couple different reasons that the idea of not seeing a woman for two years while I was in Nepal didn't call to me. Instead, I went to a place where clothes were kind of optional. So I found it much more agreeable in West Africa. But that means I've hit 11 African countries, but I've never been to Southeast Asia or India or any of those, sadly enough. I'd love to go. You want to go on a trip? Uh, That's a long flight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while we're thinking about that, why don't we share another of Tom Pirazzoli's songs? I guess my answer at this point would probably be the title cut, Reckoned by the Light, which is another song that I began writing a while ago, and I wrote another verse to it. I wrote the interior music to it, which in which it changes keys. The song metamorphosized into this particular version of it, which I'm very happy to present on this record. So let's go right to it. Reckoned by the Light by Tom Pirazzoli title track of his 2020 release and let's get into it the sailor learns to use the star up in the sky the sailor learns to use the star as a guide Thereupon a single point He will fix his eye A sailor on the sea Reckons by the light He was an older man a sailor in his youth Just a boy back when He signed up with a crew When I was young He told me of his voyages at sea I recall these things He once said to me
can run calm, the water can run high on the open sea, beneath the open sky, far away from the shore, the quiet runs so deep. The water can spell fear, the water can spell peace. Sailor learns to use a star up in the sky. The sailor learns to use a star as a guide. There upon a single point, he will fix his eye. The sailor on the sea reckons by the sailor on the sea. Reckons by the light. Reckons by the light. Pirazzoli.com is website for today's Song of the Soul guest, Tom Pirazzoli. His song, Reckoned by the Light, is title track, his current release. Obviously, Tom, you must have at least some metaphorical connection to sailors. Living in New Hampshire, you can get to the sea. Is that a kind of thing that you would do? Uh, I mean, in between painting and writing music, do you also go out and do some sailing? I don't actually do a lot of sailing myself. I was fortunate enough to teach songwriting at the Star Island Retreat a couple of years ago with another great musician, Craig Worth. Actually, I was a teacher and Craig was working on another project there. It's a So, you know, there are times when I go out on the water. Uh, I'd rather look at it than ride on it personally. <laughs> That's me. But this idea of being guided by the stars, by the light, by that, do you know your constellations? Can you find them? I was wondering about this just recently because... In the early evening, I was noticing one particularly bright star, which, you know, I figured could be a planet or maybe it's a supernova going on. Do you know your way around the sky? Not as well as I would like to, but, you know, a little bit here and there. And it's definitely more metaphorical, more, you know, Sufi, whereas, you know, the universe and the divine being, divine oneness, whatever you would like to call the god or goddess is the universe is metaphorically is is the ocean and we are but a a speck of foam on the ocean as rumi says and that's why we're floating on this earth and when we we're done we go back into the ocean and we experience a much larger consciousness and i mean that that's a simplification obviously but uh, I guess that's what the metaphor is. And the reality is that's how we find, we find the light in ourselves, we find the light in others, we find the light in the sky, the light of the universe. It's what we're drawn to. Well, that's one thing I was wondering about, Tom. Uh, we've already established that warm-heartedness, you know, care with your words, all of that is part of the essence of Tom Pirasoli. Are you also relatively optimistic? I, a lot of people right now, particularly in the time of COVID-19 or 
in with the very extremely tense politics in our country, a lot of people, you know, I'm with threatening climate change and so on. A lot of people are feeling pretty bleak and cynical. How does it affect you? No, I'm not cynical at all. Not at all. I feel very optimistic. I think the world is not as bad as people think it is. I mean, if you look at what was going on in World War One and World War Two, what my grandparents went through, my grandparents were born on, on farms with no running water, no electricity. They saw the world change, but they also saw the influenza when all those people died. They saw World War One. They saw World War Two the first nuclear bomb drop, they saw really bad things happen. And then there was no idea of a lasting peace in the world at that time. I don't think people even conceived it. I think John Lennon is partly responsible for the the reality that people believe there actually can be a lasting peace in the world. He was a great, great person. And that reality sits with us in our hearts now. And that's an important thing. And do I believe there is our problems with our political system? Yes. But I've also traveled in places like Egypt and China where the repression is unbelievable. (laughs) You can't even imagine it, okay? You can't imagine what the repression is like. Or Turkey. You get arrested in these places and, you know, you can... You can disappear down the rabbit hole. Yep, you're gone. (laughs) Yep. You can do that in parts of the United States too, but it's not as bad as we think it is. And I know it we wish it were better. I certainly wish it were better. But it's also, we live in a democracy. And, you know, some people don't accept the fact that someone can have a different opinion from them. But my attitude is, what kind of liberal are you if you can't allow someone to have an opinion different from you? I agree with you completely. If we can't listen to each other across our differences, there's no way that we can get to peace. For me, that's a pretty important thing. Peace and justice, of course, have to go together. But on the other hand, we won't get there if we just tell other people to shut up. We're not going to make it. I agree. Indeed. But you know what? I'm going to have to tell you and me to shut up soon because we're going to run out of airtime. I've got room for one more song. Is there something you'd care to share to cap your song of the soul? Yes, there is. You know, we, I've been throwing all these extremely thoughtful songs at everybody. And just to show you that I actually do have a sense of humor and am an optimist in this world, could, I would love it if we could play the song, A Frog in a Pond. And Willie actually helped write the chorus for this. He said, oh, the song needs one other part. And he, he came up with the chorus for this uh, song, and I put the music to it. Well, I'm glad that you did choose it. Having listened to all the album, this is one that really stuck out for me. I love it. And I'm glad to see this deep end of Tom Pirazzoli's character. By the way, do you think of yourself as a frog in a pond? Well, we've got a little pond in our backyard. So uh, to be honest with you, I'm the kind of person who stuff just comes into my head. I don't try to write songs. I don't try to think of themes to write songs. I don't, it just kind of happens, you know? There's a line in the song Mercy that's on this album that says, there's beauty in the broken who find their way. And I was walking on my hike, which I do through the woods every day, and I saw the light hitting this piece of a tree. And I was looking at it and I said, that is so beautiful the way it's hitting that. And as I got closer to it, I realized that the entire top of this evergreen tree had snapped in half and it was sitting at about 
four o'clock, okay, on a clock. It was lying like that, and it was catching the sun, which was coming up. So there was this this soft diagonal of light coming across this tree. And I said, beauty in the broken. And I put it in, I said, I want to put that in the song. I love that. But that's where that line came from. I don't know where. <laughs> well, there's a whole lot of lines in Frog in a Pond that are going to be, <laughs> <laughs> that'll come out of nowhere as well. I think this is some great poetry and creativity and visualization. It's all of that. And it's just fun music. So I'm looking forward to this. Tom, I'm so glad I stumbled onto you. I mean, I ran into you because you posted a video, This Is What Love Is Like, which I think is an absolute wonderful song. I'll have a link to a video of that so you can listen to that song, folks. And you can find get some idea of what Tom Pirazzoli is doing during stay-at-home time. It's, it's a wonderful song, but right now we're going to conclude with Frog and Pond. Tom, thank you so much for your love for the world, your pouring out your passions through your paintbrush and your guitar, and for joining me here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. Here it is to cap it off. Tom Pirazzoli, website pirazzoli.com. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance. Here is Frog in a Pond. Have fun, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. I wish I was a frog out in a pond. I'd kiss a princess with a magic wand. Turn into a prince, handsome and tall. I'd live happily ever after in a castle. Wall. Frog in a pond with a magic wand. I'd turn into a prince and I'd be gone. I wish I was a whale in the deep blue sea. Great big waves crashing over me. I'd dive to the bottom. I'd go way down deep. Blow a great big geyser everybody could see A well deep in the deep blue sea I'd be spraying all the people taking pictures of me I wish I was a bird in the atmosphere Way up there looking way down here I'd build myself a net high up in a tree my friends could come in and they could visit me A bird up there looking way down here Way down here from the atmosphere and I'm just a man standing here Spinning around on this big blue sea Living in love and just as best I can When I see you, honey, I know how lucky I am Like a bee with honey in a nest high up on a tree. I could visit a flower, I could eat for free. Fly so fast, nobody could see me. I'd be on a flower just a passing time in the summer sun. An honey. I 
I wish I had a long neck like a giraffe. I'd munch in the treetops, down in the grass, see four miles on the Sierra Leone. When I was far away, I could see my home. A spot of giraffe, spots on my back, munching in the treetop, down in the grass. Bird up there, looking way down, here away on the sea, diving way down deep. Be on a flower, eating for free. Spot a giraffe, spots on my back. Frog in the pond with a magic wand. Just a man standing here, spinning through space on a big blue sphere, living in love and as best I can. When I see you, I only know how lucky I am. Sometimes I wish I was a frog or a fish, but you sure know how to make me glad that I am a man. You sure know how to make me glad that I am your man. You sure know how to make me glad that I am your man. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.